The mighty Mississippi River originally started and ended right here in wet Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, you're listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I am Andy Carr. And I'm Dan Howell. And we will not rest until we've had all 300 local <laughs> restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. That's right. We counted. Really? I, you counted. I Last counted. you texted me, it, it, <laughs> it was 255. I had something like nine or ten consecutive days off, Dan. It took me about six hours to start sure. working on okay. a podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> During my vacation. <laughs> and we put together a full I put together a full <laughs> list of restaurants in Springfield, locally owned. Mm-hmm. So none of your Applebee's, none, none of, of your Mac <laughs> none of your McDonald's, Hardee's is. Frankly, none of your business. None of your tropicals smoothie cafe. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that is a franchise or owned by someone who does not live here. Expats excluded because there are some <laughs> local people, people who started restaurants and then moved away. Expatriates. It's a weird term. Yeah, that is really weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. It's spelled differently than patriot, like one who loves one's country. Really? Yeah, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's P-A-T-R-I-A-T. Oh, I had no clue. Well, that may be the verb to expatriate. I don't know either. Wow. And I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> Just the riveting content <laughs> you're looking for when you pop on an episode of Spring Food Mo. Well, Dan, we got to fill this time somehow. <laughs> it has been a disaster. Oh, my week. goodness. Wow. Yeah. So originally, Dan thought he might not be able to do the episode today. So we had a guest host booked thank sure. you person x who mm-hmm. will probably fill that role sometime racer in the x matthew fox from mm-hmm. the Wachowski mm-hmm. film so thank you to that person we also had another guest booked so it was going to be mm-hmm. three people here two of which you'd never heard on eh, one you'd heard on the show before <laughs> two you've heard on the show before when you hadn't that's how math works yep mm-hmm. however dan was able to come and we went to the restaurant except <laughs> except we did not go to the restaurant. <laughs> um. Well, you tried because you did think you were going to be able to make it I after tried. all. And I you tried. had made a little discovery when you walked up to the door. Yes, they were um, closed. They were closed very unexpectedly. Google uh, assured me that they were open, but it looks like they took the 4th of July yeah. weekend off. And um, good for them. And this was the Saturday after sure. the Thursday that was the 4th of July. Absolutely. Most places were open, including the place that we decided to cover instead. Yes. Thank yes. goodness. Yeah. So... We, once again, postponed this uh, episode, this yes. restaurant that we were supposed to do the first week of June yes. for Patio Month. Yeah, very much uh, our white whale. Um. And right now, we've got to reschedule <laughs> with the same guest for July 23rd. So hopefully, that day, you will get to hear us review. And I think we should just say it, Dan. Dude, I think we I, should say I, it. I, all right. We don't normally... But we've been teasing it for so long. It's going to be almost two months late. We're going to do Pappy's Place Barbecue. Yeah. And I can't wait. <laughs> it, is, it is in a restaurant building that's over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. It's a little neighborhood spot. And I don't think I'm spoiling anything by saying it's a pretty special place. Yeah. The bio segment is over 11 minutes long <laughs> because it needed to be. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to that story. And that bio segment has been done for five or six weeks <laughs> yes, now. Yeah. This is the one we we're supposed to do for the live show that yeah. fell through and then fell through again because they needed a break. Understandably so. 
hey, you know, uh, it's it's still patio month. Patio month, the month so relaxed that <laughs> it it's about 55 days long and <laughs> takes a week of vacation right uh-huh. there in the middle. Um, and I think that's fine. You know, I, I, I'm fine with having Pappy's pushed back as far as it's been heck i hope it gets pushed back even more (laughs) (laughs) patio month in december (laughs) yeah it never ends the chinese patio new year gotta be honest with you dan tired of the patio month (laughs) drops not into do it anymore (laughs) you're gonna hear me again today anyway and next week fingers crossed Maybe we can invite listeners to come to Pappy's with us, <laughs> fill up that patio sometime, <laughs> pay attention to that Instagram story here in the next week or so. Absolutely. And speaking of our Instagram story mm-hmm. and our listeners, we put a little call out there uh, based on our last week's episode, Azumi Hitaki, as to what exactly we ate, what exactly was in my shrimp uh-huh. udon noodles. We had so many responses. We had quite a, a bit of responses from this. Absolutely. More uh, guesses than we had who was in those drops. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Zero yeah. guesses. Yeah, we haven't had uh, as much success with that uh, contest. But turns out when you pick things no one has heard, <laughs> no one's up for guessing. I mean, we promised the illustrative prize of a tbd gift certificate <laughs> <laughs> that we might or might not have. Yes. We still do not. Yeah. So the first to write into us was, of course, Jeremy Spinks, who mm. has been on the podcast yep. before, believe it or not. He said rice cake and uh, got to say, don't think that was it. Hmm, I, don't, I don't think so either. I don't know. The I texture so just either. didn't quite match what I think a rice Plus, cake would. Google imaged rice cake. Doesn't Mm-mm. really look like that. Mm-mm. Good wow. guess, though, Jeremy. Next up was Lunar Tick on Instagram. A moon-dwelling bloodsucker. Absolutely. <laughs> they, of course, sent us the, what I'm assuming is the tofu emoji. Mm. Uh, it's the little white emoji with the pink spiral in it. Yeah. It does look kind of like what we had. Mm-hmm. They sent us only that, and Andy replied, of course, as he does, and said... Uh, you reply some. <laughs> I do reply like some. people ask where you can go watch <laughs> World Cup games. Hey, I hope that person <laughs> is having a good time at Skinny Slims. Yeah. I, I, I bet it's going off in there right now. Anyway, Andy said it's probably tofu. That's what we had guessed on the episode. Yeah. They responded by telling Andy that Killer Tofu <laughs> is a great song by the Beats. <laughs> to which Andy responded, do you remember what yeah. what exactly you said? I think it was, cool, I'll have to check him out, <laughs> or something like that, which I was being sincere. <laughs> you were being very sincere. Andy, of course, does not know that the Beats are a fictional rock band from the Nickelodeon show Doug, from the oh. Doug Funnyverse. Yeah, I like Doug, but you know what? I haven't seen every episode, and I'm not one of those people who goes back and rewatches Nickelodeon shows as an adult. No shame to people who do. Just not my cup of tea. That's actually my beloved dime piece. She's a big one of those, and she loves Doug. So oh. I, get, I, I get a good amount of Doug, especially as a kind of go to sleep time nice, show. Sure. Lisa said we could Google it, <laughs> which, uh, frankly, Lisa, yeah, there, we no will kidding. never do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, never. Lori, uh, Spring Food Most super fan, uh-huh. Lori Metzel, of course, said it's a radish or a pickled egg. Yeah, um, another great guess. Definitely ruling out the radish yeah. just based on texture alone. Pickled egg, that was kind of a mm-hmm. thought that we had. And then Aaron Crow, mm. also Spring Food Mo super fan, one of my favorite people. In. 
I love Aaron. With what I'm assuming is the correct answer I of a fish so. cake. Fish cake. You then Googled that and you said it looked like what we had. It and did indeed. And Aaron is a person whose opinion on this type of thing I trust. Absolutely. She pretty well versed in Japanese culture. Yes. Spent some time in Korea and Japan, she said, and had quite a few fish cakes, which I don't know why you would. It did not taste all that good. Yeah. But, uh, maybe they're better. I spent over there. a huge amount of time with her husband last week we were supposed to sleep in the same bed and i said (laughs) that's not a good idea buddy for i'm gonna sleep on the couch for both of our sakes (laughs) we did a lot of eating (laughs) you know i'm beyond beyond that uh disgustingness i'm a big flailer when i sleep so oh yeah that doesn't work i I, I don't pair up well that's what he said too maybe aaron could fill us in on that yeah (laughs) we probably do well together because we'd like be kind of fighting each other (laughs) (laughs) dan i um i had a special occasion today very special occasion actually oh wow it was my grandpa's 80th birthday this morning of course we're recording on the morning of we're recording the afternoon of Sunday, July 7th. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't dox your grandpa. You just gave out his full yeah. date of birth. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be okay. He's a pretty public man. <laughs> He's very gregarious. He'll say, oh, what's a podcast? What, what's my a grandson? Doxing? Oh, yeah, my grandson. Yeah, what's a dachshund? <laughs> he doesn't know anything about dogs. Yes. <laughs> Not true. They have a little dog. It was his 80th birthday today, and... So what he wanted was for all of us to go get our pictures taken at Sukuyota Park, which was oh, sure. chaos. You know, there's oh, like absolutely. six cousins and all of them except for me and one other one are married. So they all have children and all these kids running around and Disgusting. spouses and that. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he wanted us to go to church afterwards. You know, you and I have talked about we went to a church over in the Galloway area. That's how we know each other. We grew up in that church. A Baptist church over in Galloway. <laughs> Yeah, we won't tell you which <laughs> yes. one. There actually are two, but one of them is a little tiny. Oops. Uh, maybe we go to the tiny one. <laughs> or went. Number one, the songs were hymns. Just one person mm-hmm. singing, two people on the piano and uh, organ. And it was great. I miss that. Every time, I, every time I go now, it's always a full band. Usually, you know, in the past, there was like a really ugly man playing drums. <laughs> it's like, oh, I wish they could just put a sheet over his head or something. Hey, me too. <laughs> that was Dan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not You're not ugly. And I liked watching you play. It was fun. Actually, to be honest, I mostly watched you uh, when, when, you were, when you were on stage and I was there. The point I'm getting to is that I saw a special person there, Dan, and went up to talk to that person dan i talked to your mom this morning oh talk to your cool. mom and i went up and said hey i'm, I'm gonna see your son this afternoon is there anything you want me to tell him and <laughs> dan your mom wanted me to say something to you she wanted me to say hi <laughs> oh, goodness she must have been hitting the bottle again <laughs> <laughs> yeah she had a little bottle she's actually hitting it along to the beat because she missed you playing the drums ding 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 <laughs> Nothing but the ding, ding, ding. (laughs) That was your mom (laughs) playing bottles. Wow. I don't know what this is about. Hey. But she also said, I never see him anymore. Oh, that's not true. Dan, go see your mom. (laughs) That's not true. Wait, my question was, do I see my mom more than most people? Probably. At least twice a week. Yeah, yeah, that's more than I see my mother, I'd say. But Well, you listen to the Our Moms cast right now. I have a lot more I could say about church this morning, but you know what? It's probably about time we got into Best of Luck Beer Hall. Oh, my goodness. 
let's. <laughs> this bio is pretty low effort, but I think it may not sound that way. See, we decided to do this restaurant less than 24 hours ago. This yes, came together very quickly. There is nothing you're going to hear on this episode that we originally had planned for the Pappy's episode that we will do in the future. Everything you're listening to came together very quickly. Yep. That's why we've talked about other stuff for 15 <laughs> minutes. Best of luck, Beer Hall Bio. Go. Beer, a fermented carbonated alcoholic beverage made from cereal grains. Beloved the world over. Hall. A large open room for meetings, concerts, or other events. A beer hall is a large room for drinking beer. Lots of beer. Other activities may also occur, such as yard games, watching televised sports, or lively conversations. But the primary draw to this type of hall is the beer. We're here for the beer! Beer halls stand apart from standard bars, pubs, and taverns due to their size. Beer halls are big. The first known beer halls were built in Germany, most with room for hundreds of people, and some with space for as many as 5,000. That's a lot of drunk Germans. Of all the cities in the United States, the one most associated with beer halls is none other than our neighbor to the northeast, St. Louis, Missouri. Perhaps that's how entrepreneurs Josh Widner and Jim Wilson became inspired to bring the concept to the Ozarks when they started Best of Luck Beer Hall, downtown Springfield's open-air yard game haven, which I suppose makes Josh and Jim open-air yard game haven mavens. They call you Lady Luck. Best of Luck opened on February 8, 2019, the culmination of a four-year process for Widner, who had long hoped to bring such a business to Springfield. Beer is the focus, but the menu also features a curated cocktail list designed by Golden Girl mixing magnate, and previous Springfield Mo guest, Rogan Howitt, who is also apparently Josh Widner's brother, which I didn't know until right now. I swear there's no conflict of interest here, except the one in my stomach between room for food and room for delicious beer. The bar boasts 40 taps, each keg refrigerated to precisely the correct temperature for the style of brew contained within, and each poured into the correct type of glass. Pints, mugs, snifters, steins, pilsner glasses, goblets. Me? I prefer my beer from a chalice. Best of Luck holds 160 people, about the same as many other bars in town. What sets Best of Luck apart is its high ceilings, its profligacy of group seating, its yard games and pinball machines, its arresting interior design with stylish lighting, and for those hot nights with cool friends, massive garage-style windows that let the huge space breathe and open up into one truly glorious
Andy, this was my first time going to Best of Luck Beer Hall after hearing a whole lot about it and mm-hmm. obviously seeing their online presence. I, I feel like everyone I know has been there. Yeah. Recommended that I go there. But, you know, I, I just don't get out a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And it was a little new to do for the show. I think I've said a couple times that we should do it, but just a little new. It is a little new. I mean, it opened up this year. Absolutely. So they do that kind of annoying thing where they tag us in their pictures sometimes. I love it. I don't love it <laughs> <laughs> because we're not in the pictures. Hey, we could so be, you, though. You, you go to our profile and get a little ad for their spot. That's okay. I get it. I respect the hustle. I always untag us in those. I got to say, a lot of people do that. Hey, you know, it's the perils of uh, internet fame. Yeah, and it's not so much the them I have a problem with. It's just I... I want it to be where you click on the photos that we're in to be photos of you and me and not photos of some tasty food at a restaurant that has nothing to do with us. So. Yeah, I, I get that inclination. I, I just don't think I've ever once clicked that tab on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> to view photos that somebody's in. You know what? I've actually never done that either. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't. I don't think I ever have. Not don't once. think I ever will. <laughs> I went to Best of Luck for my birthday this year. Oh. We only drank beer. Oh, the, wow fermented liquid (laughs) that night this was the first time that i tried the food we went last night about 8 p.m a little Mm -hmm. late for me but i think you had kind of a late lunch is what i'm gathering since old pappy's was closed you had to regroup figure something else out late lunch a lot going on a lot going on in the howl household Mm -hmm. and it's the howl household huh (laughs) yes oh yes okay i've named it (laughs) the youngest person who lives there yes (laughs) the uh the the nom de plume oh that's no that's a pen name it doesn't make any sense (laughs) so yeah i guess we should get into our categories if we have to yeah so the first one is views want is a view patio season i guess mm-hmm. yeah you know pretty good view <laughs> actually they didn't have the big garage window open i guess it was a little too muggy last night though i gotta say it seemed like a pretty primo patio night to me yeah um it wasn't in patio mode mm-hmm. uh they do have some just uh picnic tables outside that you can also set out that are just basically in a parking lot yeah um, and you're just looking out into the parking lot. You know, yeah, it's I, fine. You get a big view of a trash can. I wish they had had those windows open. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it was a little muggy. I did end up standing outside for a little bit later yeah. and it's quite muggy. Yeah, we didn't get a real sense of the patio, unfortunately. But you know what? There's not really a whole lot to that patio. But when they open up that window, Dan. Yes. Yes. Then the entire restaurant transforms into a patio itself, mm-hmm. as we all know. It's one big patio. Yeah. Um, I got to say, they really dropped the ball on this. I think <laughs> I think had we gone last month, they probably would have known yes. that it was patio month and <laughs> maybe uh, raised them up whether there was a torrential downpour or whatever was going on, of course, to accommodate the spring food mo- uncles. When I went to my birthday back in May, they did have the giant garage window open. It was, the door was lifted. Sure. It was a kind of different feeling with it open. It's obviously more airy, and uh, there's some circulation in there. And it just feels bigger, too. It feels bigger when that door is open. Already feels like a real big mm-hmm. place. The moment I walked in, I was 
very surprised as to how big it was because it's kind of in a real tucked away spot. Yeah. And you don't expect it to open up into this kind of cavernous right. bar. It's behind Zeka. Yes. Yeah. And I think maybe it used to be part of Coyotes or Millie's. Oh, okay. I could be mistaken, but I think it was part of that complex. Yeah. Maybe it was their party room or something. You can kind of see the... They have it set up where I believe on the east side of the building. I could be wrong. It's like the side of a roof still comes down. Oh, yes. And that's really neat. And they have a little coyote up there, but it's drinking beer. So I think it's original to Best of Luck. However, it may be a little homage to yeah. the David Bauer Institution. I think Coyotes they have a good amount of uh, coyote and wolf iconography mm-hmm. on their menus and stuff. A lot of, a lot of wolves uh, partaking in beers which gotta say not safe don't (laughs) don't give any animals domesticated or otherwise your beer all of that iconography as you said all the graphic design is actually done by a man with whom i went to high school his name's frank norton it's it's lovely we're not friends anymore i believe he works out of st louis for some design firm or maybe he does stuff independently but it's old old frank guy with whom i was an acquaintance in high school wow good guy from what I remember. He was funny. I remember being what, funny. Was it Frank Underwood? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the dead fictional president. Yeah, it's Frank Underwood. I was actually thinking of the Punisher, and now I realize that's <laughs> Frank Castle. Um, but yeah, no, sure. That well, We won't venture any further into that. But yeah. <laughs> Frank it's a really Underwood. cool design. It's kind of almost a beachy theme without any beach stuff. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it reminded me, weirdly enough, of Golden Girl. It's mm-hmm. not the same theme going well, on, but it's Frank very clean. Also designed the Golden Absolutely, Girl Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But lovely artwork all over. For sure. Let's get into those seats. Customers sitting there with food in their mouths. I don't know what's going on. Have a sandwich. Have a seat. Have a seat. Man, I've just been sitting here thinking. About what? About the miracle we witnessed. Patio, two wooden picnic tables. Absolutely. Unpainted, unvarnished, just plain old wood picnic tables. On my birthday, they did the trick. It was a place to sit nice. and drink and talk. Nice. It was a little less loud than it was on the inside, which I very much appreciated. For sure. Enjoyed that patio quite a bit. Not too busy. It's nothing fussy or precious. Yep. Just some tables. Yep. We sat at the bar in some stools and a nice uh, marble countertop. Mm-hmm. It, it was uh, It was lovely, but... Unfortunately, not a patio that night. Yeah. Well, we can talk about the rest of the seats. It's all long tables grouped together, yes, like long I saw sections that. of seating, very much like a community environment, which is pretty cool. I really dig it inside, Dan. The walls are sort of a very light bluish gray, grayish blue mm-hmm. hue. And the actual lights inside, I believe they are some of those lights that change colors every oh, really? now and again, so they can kind of change the you know, temperature feeling of the room. Sure. Which is pretty cool. I think maybe they were bluish last yeah, night. Yeah, it felt, uh, it wasn't very full for a Saturday night. I, I'm sure it gets a lot yeah. fuller in there. A holiday weekend. Uh, people yes. probably out of town. But uh, yeah, I really liked that kind of mood lighting. I noticed mm-hmm. it all had a blue tone to it. They have an open kitchen, which is always pretty cool. It's a small kitchen, but you can see them back there hustling. Maybe a person or two that... <laughs> We know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Working there. You run into that. Yeah. Hey, it's Springfield, you know. <laughs> and cool people know other cool people, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> We're cool. Yeah. <laughs> we sure <laughs> are. That's the way a cool person sounds, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Nice seating. Pretty fun. Good seats. In the center, there's a big bocce ball court. And you were telling me how much you love bocce. I love bocce. 
And boy, would I like to try that out sometime. If mm-hmm. I had a group of people enough to play a good game of bocce, I think I'd rent it out at $10 an hour. That's not too yeah. bad. You can no. buy a cooler of beers. Is it 10 per person, maybe? Oh, that seems goodness. like too good of a deal for $10 Ooh, an hour. Man, I don't know. Uh, let's say for us, it's 10, <laughs> 10 an hour for the whole group. <laughs> Spring food most special. I have 200 people on my bocce team. <laughs> so it's going to be very expensive for me. Yeah, I did <laughs> remark, you know, you don't really need a bocce ball court. You can play bocce ball anywhere. Well, the novelty's playing it there with their True. huge selection of brews. Boy, do they ever have some brews at Best of Luck Beer Hall, Dan. And they better. It's got beer in the name. Why don't you tell us what kind of beer you got? Ooh, I started off with a real good beer. Maybe you've heard of it. It's a cider. (laughs) 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 It's called No Bad Cider Dry. Uh, it was very good. It's almost clear like a white wine whenever I, I ordered it before you had even arrived and you asked if I just ordered myself a wine. Uh, but no, it was just a nice crisp cider and a lovely snifter. Uh, man, it was good. So cold. That That's a common theme on all these drinks. Yep. Exceptionally cold. The refrigeration temperature is very important and they're also, mm-hmm. they, they rightfully take pride in the fact that they store every beer at the appropriate temperature. You can even see up on their digital yes. menu screen that they tell you, they have them categorized by what temperature the beer is. So there's like some 42 degree ones, mm-hmm. some 39 degree ones, some other variations, which I love that. I love how mm. much care they take in the beer. Yeah, lot, whole lot of beers too. I didn't get an exact count on how many, but you can also get them in a variety of sizes. I think we had mostly five ounce beers. We and got did. to try a couple different ones. Well, of course, I started off with that lovely cider. Next up, I had the Great Divide Heyday IPA. Mm. Just right up my alley. Lovely IPA, not too strong of a hoppy flavor. I, I, you know, I get I get a little sensitive to the real strong beers. Once again, just cold as the Dickens. Very good. <laughs> and I ended it all off after our meal with a little five ounce Odell sipping pretty sour. Yeah. It was very good. I think you had a drink of this one. I'm not always the biggest fan of sour beers, but this one was just sweet enough to uh, kind of offset it and lovely offset. little le- <laughs> yes, yes, take off and and such. It was real good. What about you? I started with a Rogue Bat Squatch Ale. The Rogue Bat Squatch Ale is a hazy IPA, which is very much in vogue right now. It had kind of a light bitterness to it, not as much as you might expect from an IPA, and it had almost a creaminess to the consistency. It was not creamy. I'm not a fan of creamy beers, but I say almost. Also a little citrusy, a little kind of tropical flavor, but not, again, none of these were particularly strong. It was well-balanced. I like this one a lot. Sure. I like this one a lot. Big fan of Rogue. They're out of Oregon, which is a place that I, quite, like Oregon? I quite love. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to surprise you or anything. The Boulevard Cosmic Camper. IPA was Ooh. the second one that I tried. Big into the IPAs right now. It's my preferred summer brew. Sure. This is fine. This is just kind of a middle-of-the-road IPA. You know, the five ounces was $2, which I felt was like a pretty good deal. 
you know, it was because I got the five ounce and I was like the five ounce of the bat squatch. I was like, there's not going to be enough. <laughs> they go between about $2 and $3, which yeah. I'm sure you can just end up ordering a bunch of them and it gets away from you. But yeah. it's, it's so easy to grab one at that price. Some of the nicer ones are a little bit more expensive. So you oh, might get really? up into the four or five range for something that's like really heavy or really mm. rare, you know, like kind of a limited release beer. The last one that I tried was the Earthbound Chinese Five Spice Porter. Wow. This was my dessert beer. In fact, I did drink it along with our dessert, which wound up being mm, not the best uh, <laughs> pairing. It's a pretty strong beer at 6% alcohol. It's pretty chocolatey, very thick, very creamy. But really, what really sets it apart from other porters is that complex spiciness it has to it. You mm. tried it, didn't really care for it. My first bites were... My first sips, I took a big <laughs> bite into that beer. Well, hey, you got to get that. Uh, you got to fish out that five spice piece of uh, general chicken that they throw yeah. in there. Some of the worst in town. Mm. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> after I fished out the piece of chicken, <laughs> I took a big old bite of that beer. Absolutely. And the beer tasted very complex. There's so much going on. I remarked initially that it tasted like Christmas beer. Yeah, so you can get those like nutmeg ales, that kind of thing. Sure. But the more I tasted it, the more it had sort of a little bit of a maybe a bit of umami flavor to okay. it. And you might even have said that. I think you might have put that in my brain. Did you say that? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember having much to say at all about that beer besides uh, not, I, I don't love it. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> not not my not my beer. It was definitely worth trying. By the time it was done, I was very happy with yeah. the flavor. I kind of took some getting used Warmed to. Up to it. It didn't even taste that beery necessarily, but it was unique and interesting, and I'm very happy I tried it. Five ounces was about perfect. I'm so glad that you know I got five ounces of it and I wasn't stuck oh, with yeah. full 16. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't have finished a part of that. And I think we were talking about how happy we were with that five-ounce you know, system, the three different sizes you Loved could get. It. And we're like... Uh, in, in for an ounce, in for a pint. Or, we were making <laughs> oh, stupid jokes. Yeah, yeah. They didn't make any sense. <laughs> we figured, you know, three five-ounce beers is almost a pint. Sure. And we each had three five-ounce beers. And feeling like I didn't feel any buzz at all, which is great. It's ideal. I still got to try three different beers. Yeah. Loved it. I'm gesturing wildly to Dan about yeah. this. I don't know why. Unique beers that I don't feel I could probably get anywhere else. So great mark on best of luck. Great mark yeah. on best <laughs> of luck. Top, top marks for best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should probably talk about those beats real quick. We got the beats. Oh, I know you never win this beat is on. We got the beats. So sick of those drops. So sick of them. I, I still like that one. That one's the <laughs> oldest one. That was the first week. I'm like, oh, I've heard it so many times. Tired of it. Beats. You know, there wasn't any live music, which which is no. what that category was initially sure. for. But, you know, music was good. It was summery, atmospheric, kind of dancey. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of uh, synthetic bass and drums happening. Yeah. I think I heard some XX mm -hmm. uh, and uh, plenty of other songs in the vein of what uh, an XX would yeah. release. Some indie vague rock, indie pop rock. Indie rock classics of the thousands, thousands, <laughs> yes. and today's. Yes. Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Ten thousands and today thousands. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? About every restaurant I go to plays that kind of music. Yeah. Does yeah. it matter? Like, there is new indie rock and like cool dance music, but it's the, it's been like the same music for the last fifteen years, which is really interesting. Like every hip restaurant, they just haven't moved on, which you is know, fascinating to me. Grizzly Bear just makes me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess we better talk about. The food, if you insist. <laughs> I like 
Best of Luck does have a pretty substantial menu, a especially substantial for a bar, which is pretty cool. You can get sandwiches, soups. They got some really interesting appetizers. We tried one of those. We started off with some Brussels sprouts. Ooh, man. Crispy Brussels sprouts. Yeah, those were quite tasty. Do you remember the three ingredients that he told us were on there? Well, the first time he told us maple, sage, pepper, and bacon. Sure. However, he came back and said... There's no bacon in there. No bacon. No bacon. (laughs) It is maple, sage, and pepper. You said immediately that they tasted like maple syrup. Sure. Which they did. They did have a breakfasty quality, which is very interesting. Yeah. They were so good. They were tasty. I really liked those. I maybe would have preferred them cooked through a little bit more in the middle and even crispier on the outside. CB Social House, back when they existed, Mm -hmm. pour one out for CB Social House slash social long live let's go ahead you, and pour one right out here peace. on the computer yeah <laughs> oh this is that podcast <laughs> over <laughs> wow. that's what computers yes. sound like right yeah <laughs> they had amazing brussels sprouts the best i've ever had mm. worldwide look i've been around i've been to brussels people call you mr worldwide I've had them in brussels no I, i've never been <laughs> i imagine the sprouts are great there though yeah, I I hear um, that's where they originated. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's where the uh, Genesis sprouting oh, goodness. was. Oh boy, hmm. Maybe we should plan these out a little bit better. <laughs> I really liked them. I loved that uh, maple syrup flavor to them. Uh, they were very very good. I think we talked about this. We've only had. Brussels sprouts for the show, I think, mm-hmm. one time in the past. And while we're not going to get into where that was, I think these just blew them Ooh, out of the water. I think yeah. it blew them out of the water. For certain. Yeah. So Step listeners. Up your Brussels game everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I had another little appetizer for myself. I got the Dollar Devil, mm. which of course is a deviled egg that changes daily. I've tried to get a deviled egg for the show before uh, that I saw on a menu, but I believe that whenever we went to the restaurant, it was no longer being served. I just find that to be a fascinating menu item. Mm -hmm. It's such a weird food to eat in any context besides a barbecue or in like a church basement. I'm going to just have a party and just serve deviled eggs and angel food cake. (laughs) It's why. Ooh, a little biblical party Uh (laughs) and water because that's like. (laughs) limbo <laughs> or earth <laughs> totally neutral jeez this one is this is a real good one <laughs> this oh, devil dig my cartoon now <laughs> yeah dan i just look at me i suddenly turned into 2d outline of a human being i'm a cartoon <laughs> you're, you're the dollar devil himself <laughs> <laughs> andy i gotta say this deviled egg, it was presented to me. I don't know what exactly the variation was on it. All I know is it had a hefty amount of white shredded cheese on mm. it. It looks pretty cool. It did look pretty cool. However, it didn't taste so good, Andy. I got to say pretty I, drool. <laughs> tasted a little drool, actually. <laughs> I don't know if this egg was, in fact, deviled, Andy. Oh. Whenever I bit into it, the yolk seemed just like a hard yolk. Oh. I don't think... I, I may be wrong, but there was not any creaminess to the yolk, like where you could tell it had been removed and then mixed with whatever different things you mix a yolk with to make a deviled egg that make it so creamy and delicious. This was not that. Andy, 
I, I think this is probably as negative as I'm going to get here. Yeah. Th- this was not good. I'm, oh. I'm glad it was a dollar because uh, for any more, I, I would have been quite disappointed. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. No, it's okay. On behalf of the kitchen staff, <laughs> best of luck, people that we know, kind of. I'm very sorry. Hey, you know, you win some, some lo- you lose some. Sometimes you serve a deviled egg and you don't devil it. Perhaps it was just that day's style of deviled egg that wasn't for you. <laughs> Undeviled. Undeviled. <laughs> it had been forgiven. Ooh. It lost its wings. It's like, oh, no, wait, that's. <laughs> Let's get into our entrees. Dan, I had a fried chicken sandwich and I had this on purpose because when I was in Portland, I had a. A lot of fried chicken Ooh. sandwiches. By that, I mean three. Had three. <laughs> <laughs> and two of them were from the same place. It was so good. But I'll hey. talk about that in a little bit. So, of course, I've been very much craving a fried chicken sandwich on that Portland level. Mm. And I've had a lot of fried chicken sandwiches in town already. And I know that nothing's quite like that. So this place is new. I know that these guys are kind of on the cutting edge, you Ooh. know, of food. This I like to think so. So I thought maybe their fried chicken would uh, hold up to that scrutiny. It looked so I, quite good. I ordered it. When I ordered it, my server said, you want it hot? And I said, yeah, I want it hot. <laughs> Look at me. You know I want it hot. <laughs> exactly like that. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's really hot. You sure? I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm sure. No, I'm <laughs> sure about that. Nice. Yeah, man, make it hot. So I probably said something. I don't even remember. And then he said, sir. Please put your shirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's an ongoing thing, Dan. I order things hot. They don't come that hot. Yep. We've talked about this too many times on the podcast. It's probably boring. I'm happy to say that this chicken was hot. Oh, boy. I could tell. Mm-hmm. It comes with Korean chili aioli kimchi slaw and cilantro, as well mm. as a huge plate full of fries. Ooh. And my food came a little bit later than yours did because our server said... Your fries just weren't hot enough. Yeah. So we gave you new fresh Very ones. Very cool move. Mm-hmm. And there were so many. <laughs> so many. Yes. It was like a yeah. full dinner salad bowl worth of fries. <laughs> Basically is a dinner salad. Yeah, that's, that's what a I was vegetable. saying. This is a true potato salad. Yeah. There's like parsley on it. Very well seasoned. <laughs> they were good fries. They were kind of like McDonald's style thin fries. Maybe sure. not as that greasy. Seasoned really well. I'm pretty sure that was parsley on top, though. I could be mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think it may, may have been some kind of cheese grated on there. I may really? be wrong about that. But I quite enjoyed them. Our server recommended of the four sauces that I try the malt vinegar aioli. Mm. And I said, uh, I don't really like malt vinegar. <laughs> and he said, you can barely taste it. You should get it. And so I did. Sure. <laughs> and he was right. Good move. That aioli was fantastic. By the end of the chicken sandwich, I was dipping that sandwich Ooh. in there. And it was wonderful. Now, chicken. Whatever they used to heat that chicken <laughs> to make it spicy was fantastic. Really? It had a lot of flavor, but it was also actually hot. It was very much in the Nashville style, Nashville hot. You think the chicken was fried in the hotness or just the Korean chilies added afterwards I think provided the, that heat? I think the aioli is something different. Oh, the aioli sure. is a sauce that goes on top. So however the chicken was prepared, I'm pretty sure it was fried and then they put whatever like dip them whatever sauce sure. they need to put it into i'm not really sure to be totally honest but i know that i really enjoyed the flavor of the sauce and the it, like the intersections of the chicken mm. really fantastic it was pretty like high grade very uh tender chicken 
Loved those middle bites. I do have to say, though, that the outsides were a little tough. Oh, really? Might have been in the fryer for a sure. little bit too long or a little bit too chewy. You know, that happens sometimes, uh, especially with a place relatively new. I was really generally thrilled with the sandwich. The bread, I'm pretty sure, was like brioche. Ooh. It kind of reminded me a little bit of the buns at Black Sheep, though maybe on a higher level than those. They definitely yeah. had that you know, reflective quality at the top, on the top. Mm-hmm. It was just some kind of slaw on top of the chicken, and that was all right. It added a little bit of texture. I could have done with or without it, to be honest. I could have done this as sandwich with the aioli. But uh, did it hold up to like the Portland standard that had been set in my mind last week? Mm, no, but it is a good. Is it a good chicken sandwich in Springfield? Totally. It looked mighty good. It, it a a substantial cut of chicken as mm-hmm. well. A real big piece there. Now, one thing that they're doing in Portland now, and we talked about this over dinner, is that the breasts are out, Ooh. the thighs are in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> chicken, <laughs> chicken, Dan. That is no. That's all I meant. Just chicken. <laughs> But yeah, chicken thigh sandwiches. One of the ones I got out there I'll talk about in a little bit. It was just two fried chicken thighs on top of each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. Andy, I kind of stayed in a similar realm as you and went with the best burger. And boy, it was a pretty good burger, Andy. I got to get into that bun first. That bun was so good. One of the best hamburger buns I think I've ever had. So buttery, mm. almost to the point where it tasted like a grilled cheese uh, slice of oh, bread would wow. just like really soaked in the butter. Delicious bun there. Now, this burger is a Blackgate six ounce beef patty with lucky sauce, American cheese, all on top of that buttery bun. And Andy. Yeah. Shreddus. Shreddus. Shreddus slaw is what the menu describes the slaw as. You know I love a portmanteau. Oh, you know I love a portmanteau. (laughs) I wish I would have known that I was consuming one. (laughs) Uh, You didn't read the menu. No, I didn't. I uh, sometimes I just go in blind. You said you said uh, you want to see a menu and you said burger. (laughs) Yeah, burger, burger, burger. Man, this was a tasty burger. This is going to be kind of a weird comparison I'm going to make here, but I would say the highest quality, above the highest quality, a gourmet version of. You know how superlatives work, Dan? <laughs> High, higher, highest. You can't be above highest. You know, I, I'm uh, with with each new superlative, I'm erasing the previous one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's the new highest. So a gourmet wendy's hamburger oh now here's what i mean dude, by that. i had thought about the wendy's chicken sandwich when i was eating really mine 100 the the patty was very smooth like a wendy's burger there's no char on it or anything it i wouldn't be surprised if it was steamed mm. instead of like cooked directly on a griddle yeah it was just so lovely and soft and just had like the nice rounded edges kind of like a Wendy's burger uh-huh. does. I know a Wendy's burger is a square, of course, but right. it does have some They're rounded no, the red edges around it. It was cooked to a nice medium and mm. unlike a Wendy's burger. I don't know that I would want to eat a Wendy's burger served at that level. No, but man, it, it, it sounds weird. But d- tell me what you thought whenever you were making that comparison in your head to the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. I just thought that this was like a gourmet version of a wow. Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. That is exactly what I thought because, you know, the spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's is pretty hot. It, yeah. 
And it's good. This one at Best of Luck was hotter than that. Absolutely. For sure. And their toppings were higher quality and their bun was higher quality. That's yeah. that's about as far as it goes. It was just another spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah. This was delicious. I, I almost didn't even bring that up because I thought it was maybe too ridiculous no. of a thing to say. I thought it was the opposite. But boy, that, that was a tasty burger, Andy. One of the better burgers I've had here in town. I don't really have a negative thing to say about it. Uh, maybe a little small for a thirteen dollar mm. burger. I I don't always need my yeah. burger to be gargantuan, but thirteen bucks, you know, a little bigger. But boy, they do really lay on those fries, and I I had the same fries that you did. Mm-hmm. They were lovely. I just had them with the regular ketchup, which gotta say, pretty good. Yeah, I wish I'd have tried it. You didn't try my aioli either. Oh, no, well. I tried it. You did? Yeah, but was- I think I think the ketchup was just straight up. Store bought. Okay. It didn't. It didn't taste like anything special. Oh, that's a surprise. We didn't try any of the cocktails that Rogan would have whipped up there. The punches, perhaps. Maybe that's what he yes. was in charge of. Yeah, they had at least four different punches. Honestly, because we only had one trip, we didn't give this place the full uh, Spring Food Mo thorough uh, experience. I guess. However, I feel like we had a good time. We tried some stuff. Absolutely. We got a pretty good idea. They also have charcuterie that mm-hmm. you can get for a big group. They have, uh, you know, like soup salad sandwich. They gave us these coupons for a half off lunch thing next time we come in. Not because we're celebs. Just because they were giving them (laughs) to everybody. We're celebs. (laughs) They also have tinned fish, like uh, sardines, mackerel, different fishes and oil. Here's the thing. That is what the menu calls it. Mm -hmm. Tinned fish. Yeah, that was the first time I had seen that term. I wonder if they have spam. You just buy it can of spam there too <laughs> i would have liked to tried those tried one of those uh they're served with saltine crackers mm-hmm. and hot sauce i don't really love tinned fish but sounds all right from a nice beer hall i really like that they're sort of all over the map in terms of like the class level of the different types yes. of foods that they're serving so you can get like tinned food alongside your gourmet burgers and brussels sprouts and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. They've also got wings on the menu, which I'd love to try. They've got hot dogs and bratwurst, mm-hmm. yeah. which I might have to go back just on my own and try this stuff. A little, uh, Including little a meatless trip. bratwurst mm-hmm. with the uh, impossible meat, or at least mm-hmm. or maybe it was beyond. beyond. Yes, beyond. They have one other important type of item on the menu. Oh, my goodness. That uh, your boys had a little preview of <laughs> a few episodes back, several episodes back at this point. I guess that means it's time for us to get into... Honestly, my favorite of the categories, treats. We made some Mars last night, Dan. (laughs) That was a a prairie hand pie. Prairie pie. We did decide strawberry. Did we decide strawberry or cherry? You know, we couldn't quite decide. I'm pretty convinced that it was a strawberry just by the consistency of the filling. I don't think I got anything akin to a cherry skin mm-hmm. in there. Oh, it was so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it was crazy. On the menu, it's described as always delicious changes seasonally. And I got to believe them there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? They're so, so, so good. <laughs> They had some creme fraiche on the top. Mm-hmm. You know, we tried it back on the episode where Eleanor joined us. She brought us a sample, Ugh. and it was so good. I got to say, this was probably better because, it, oh number one, it was warm. Yeah. I'm sure they warmed it up, and also the creme fraiche on top was warm. Would have preferred it with ice cream, mm-hmm. as always. You know my sure. pie feelings. However, 
I'm not so sure that it's fair to include this in our rating of best of luck beer hall, Dan. Andy, I think you might be right. Uh, a major component of that hand pie is something that we've already rated, nay, awarded. Awarded. And that would be the prairie pie pantheon level mm-hmm. crust. It's in the spring food mo Springfield mo perfect dish pantheon, that prairie pie crust, yeah. where it belongs. So excluded from the rating of best of luck beer hall, even though you can definitely get them there. It's just not a creation of best of luck beer hall. So, And you know what? I would stop in specifically for one of those. I would too. Very, very good. But you know what? We have a podcaster's code of ethics. I'm changing my mind. Here. I'm including it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, restaurants are, it's an act of curation. You so know, they've curated this menu here. They maybe didn't invent everything on here. There's maybe some other stuff. You know what? I bet they're not smoking their own sardines either. You know, that's that's yet to be confirmed. So <laughs> let's ask them. <laughs> hey, Josh, <laughs> you smoking those sardines? <laughs> legalize it. Uh, oh, goodness. Anything please, please legalize those sardines, <laughs> y'all. Legalize smoking sardines. <laughs> Ain't no high like a sardine high. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like myself. <laughs> so that was treats. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means it's time to rate the best of luck a beer hall. Mm. Mm. Boy, is it. Mm. Mm. Dan, how many? I forgot to come up with one. (laughs) How many uh, beverage rooms? Oh yes! Wow. Uh, um, Man, Andy, uh, you know I've been dropping a lot of fours on them recently, as you know, Um, and I just about dropped a five on them this week. Wow! But unfortunately, that deviled egg really left me feeling sinful less than <laughs> heavenly less than heavenly to, to boot to boot um yeah i didn't love that deviled egg and i think that is gonna dock it about half a star um if i were to include the prairie pie hand pie maybe it would jump back up to five stars but um i of course am uh, an ethical man a man <laughs> of my word and uh i i i just can't i can't include the prairie pie crust in fair, my rating fair Dan, I feel like I can include the prairie pie crust because you Balloon. know what? They're smart enough to serve it there. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna include it in my rating and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a four on them. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you just dropped a big old four sound on like. them. Wow. This, is my new, this is my new Dan imitation. Oh man. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a cartoon dinosaur. Is there a sound mirror? <laughs> 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 I really think that all their foods is good. <laughs> That's my Dan. It's Dan. <laughs> Andy, I'm confused. I don't remember recording these drops. <laughs> yeah, I, I generally like everything I had. I feel like maybe I got a chicken breast that was maybe slightly over fried, but I suspect that it's not like that every time. I can't imagine that you know it tastes exactly like that every time, and it was such high quality in every other way that I, I can't go any lower than a four. Plus, I really like the space. Yeah, it's great. It's a really fun space to be in. I had a great time there on my birthday. They got a lot of beer that you can't get anywhere else in town, which has become very important to me because yeah. even these places that say we have like 50 beers on tap, except it's the same beers as every other yeah. uh, place that has 50 beers on top. Looking at you, Alamo Draft House, switch it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and you can try like eight different beers for 20 bucks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like if, if you want to try eight beers, mm-hmm. you can do it. 
this place is sort of fulfilling the dream of another place in town that allows you to get small portions of beer, except they do the thing where it's all the same stuff from yep. every other place. So way to go on the beer selection, pretty high quality food, maybe a little too pricey for me to go on a regular basis and eat. But, you know, I would go there for some beers with friends on a fairly regular basis if people wanted to go, if I had friends. <laughs> yeah, I have a few <laughs> friends here. And speaking of my friends, let's get into a special segment of uh, What You Eatin'. I ate a whole lot this last week, Dan, in Portland, Oregon. Wow. I'm not going to go over all of it. I'm just going to go over some of my favorite stuff. Earlier, I alluded to a chicken sandwich that I ate at a place called Basilisk. This is in a food hall called The Zipper. Okay, mm. there's a bar, there's several different restaurants, there's a patio in the middle. Each of the restaurants has sort of a little storefront area where you walk in, get your food, and go sit out on the patio. It's very similar to a mall food court if it was a pleasant place to be and didn't smell like children. Little patio month extracurricular. 100%. Mm. Now, this is a very popular thing in Portland right now, and I know that uh, Josh Woodner, the owner and operator of Best of Luck Beer Hall, has been looking into building a food hall of some kind in Springfield. Originally, they were going to do one in the old downtown market location, but that didn't work out for some reason. I think maybe it wasn't big enough for what sure. they had envisioned, which makes sense because I think to have that many restaurants in one space is going to oh, yeah. obviously take more room. This sandwich, this chicken sandwich, was at the top of just about every list of like new foods to try in Portland. You know, I do my research. I had oh, yes. like no exaggeration for six days. Had a like a custom Google map with about twenty restaurants on no, it. You could be a travel agent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what travel just agents do, but just uh... a food agent. You know, I'll, <laughs> I will plan out your meals for you in the place that you go, and you can like pay me twenty percent of what you spend <laughs> on the food. This sandwich I mentioned earlier was two deep fried chicken thighs, mm. so dark meat, fatty, juicy. It had a little bit of slaw stuff on top, but my buddy Derek, he did the curation of a lot of this trip for me. He instructed me to get a container of Frank's Red Hot and douse both of those chicken thighs in Frank's Red Hot. Sure. And it was phenomenal. It wow. was so good that I went back and had it again on my last day <sighs> rather than try a different new place. And that was the only repeated meal that I had with the exception of Pock Pock, a restaurant I go to every single time I'm in Portland, which is sort of a Thai slash Thai fusion place. It's very difficult to get into. They open at 1130 and there's always already like a line of about 20, 30 people to get really? in there when they open. So I came about 25 minutes early and I was seventh or eighth in line. Oh, nice. Got my seat. And what I order there are Ike's fish sauce wings, Ooh. which you may recall me talking about on a previous episode when I was trying to recreate those wings in my kitchen and nearly burned my house oh down. Oh, my goodness. That's what I was trying to cook. <laughs> Spent about 50 bucks on ingredients, you know, just trying to make a nice meal for me and uh, Nacho Woman. That's what I'm calling her, right? <laughs> right. That stuck about one episode and then went away. Got Worth those. It. So awesome. I was posting, I almost said pics. <laughs> I don't like who I am right now. Oh my goodness. The <laughs> other day I was telling my girlfriend a story and it started with some guy on the internet said and I just felt a deep <laughs> sense of shame <laughs> wash over my whole body. Yeah. Yeah. It was no yeah, good. It's bad. <laughs> internet, not real life, but I treat it that way <laughs> far too often. Rogan from Golden Girl chimed in on the picture of the wings from Pock Pock and said they're his second favorite. Oh yes. 
wings in the country. Really? They're my favorite, but probably only because I haven't tried the place that was number one. I believe it was someplace in L.A. or New York, but I can't remember what he said. So those were the two very best things that I had. I also had some phenomenal pancakes at the Country Cat Diner in the airport mm. on the way out. Country Cat is another like you know very popular breakfast place, but they have an airport location. Had to wander around the airport forever and ever trying to find it. I even left like an hour and a half early to make sure I could oh, yeah. eat at the Country Cat. You got it. But anyway, if you're going to Portland sometime, get in touch with us via Instagram, and I'll give you some wrecks. W R E C K S. <laughs> Some things that will wreck you. <laughs> or recommendations. I can give you recommendations also. Yeah, you know, whichever one you want. Yeah. So uh, I won't bore you with uh, all the rest of the stuff that I. There were pictures of it, and I assume a lot of you guys followed. I assume a lot of you followed along. Well, I know you did because we can see the numbers. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we watched them diligently. People, so. <laughs> <laughs> now let's read their names. <laughs> <laughs> and now for. Uh, listener favorite segment we haven't done in a little while yeah they love it (laughs) (laughs) i certainly do it's a little segment we call danny snacks danny snacks are in my ears and in my mouth you know because you're eating danny snacks you know something like that i don't know either way have a good day uh Good job, both of you guys, especially Dan. Um, love the podcast, but mostly Dan's podcast. Bye. Good drop. Yeah, kind of forgotten about that. It's been so long since we did it. It was like hearing it for the first time. I gave up halfway through doing the music and just, just left it. I thought it cut off earlier than that, but uh, I was wrong. I, yeah. I love it. Danny um, Snacks, what is this? So this is a segment where I, Danny, bring you, Annie, some snacks auntie annie yes they call me <laughs> yes of course i'm not exactly sure how we've done this in the past no, I, don't, I don't know if you've been blindfolded or what the situation's been uh but i believe how we're going to do it today is i'm going to give you three questions oh. you're going to taste this mystery food and oh. try to guess what exactly it is now i i almost have a feeling you're going to know just looking at it, I think this is a pork kebab from the Greek belly, Dan. All right. That well, it? that is an Ziki? early guess, and it's wrong. <laughs> Does that count as a question? Oh, that's good. I'm going to go ahead and count that as a question, actually. It was a little, it was a little bold for my taste. <laughs> I think I said, is it this thing? So technically <laughs> a question. Is it an international food? Yes. Yeah, you could describe it that way. Now, for the listeners, it is a skewered item, a skewered meat uh wooden uh what do you call those a skewer dan sure <laughs> have you figured out what the meat is yet your original guess was pork um do you still think you're right on that i think no it seems like white meat maybe. okay is it chicken yes it is is it a chicken kebab from the Greek belly? <laughs> oh no, sir! I guess that's more than three guesses. No, you are you are uh you're wrong about the restaurant. Of course, uh, I'm going to go course. ahead and give you one more guess just to change up the restaurant. Is it from Cafe Cusco? No, sir. I give up. I don't know. It is from a restaurant we've been to. Oh, a restaurant we've been to quite recently, actually. Huh. It is an item that neither of us have had, though. We did not have it for the show. We actually planned on having it for the show. Is it Incredible Pizza? No, sir. (laughs) These are teriyaki sticks from Cashew Station. Yeah! 
That's, that's right. Very exciting. They're very good. They are pretty good. Uh, I remember after we ordered our cashew station, maybe even after we recorded, you lamented that we had forgotten to get the teriyaki sticks, mm-hmm. which were a carryover from, I think, Chopsticks and yes. maybe one of the other restaurants. That's right. I believe they're from Chopsticks. Well, that's cool, Dan. I'm glad we got to try that. What You're a cool welcome. item. <laughs> teriyaki sticks. Try them out. Yep. And that's been another segment of Danny's Snacks. I believe Dan has another special segment prepared for us now. Goodness, Andy. So this is something I've been cooking up for a little while, actually. I recounted to you that I had a surprise for this week's episode, something I really couldn't tell you about. And, you know, it, it's it's been kind of a trying month for both of us. I've, I've had a rough past week or so, mm-hmm. and... The, the podcast has caused a lot of, you know, stress for us this month and this past month. Are you quitting the show? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I, of course, am quitting the show. Andy, I just... Patio month didn't go quite the way we wanted it to. That's for sure. We, we wanted it to go out with a bang. And now we still haven't ended it yet. And I know your birthday was last month. and It was. You had some plans for your birthday. You were going to go see P.O.D. I did. And uh, you didn't end up making it. I hung out on the patio of Best of Luck Beer Hall instead Just because they moved the start time of the show. And once, once we got downtown, I was like, okay, we'll hang out here for an hour and a half. I'll go see the show and come back, whatever. They were almost done. You know, they were almost done. Lindsay called and asked. They're, they're busy people. I, you know, Sonny and the rest of the band, they have things going on in their lives. But I didn't ever get you anything for your birthday, Andy, so... I wanted to get you a little something. If you could go ahead and open up the Spring Food Mo Gmail inbox on your computer there, um, I think you'll okay. see something. Oh, it's a forward here from Daniel Howell. Mm-hmm. Never heard of him. <laughs> it says download that MP4. I guess I better download this. Oh, Andy is about to get the virus of a lifetime. <laughs> What up, y'all? This is Sonny from the band P.O.D. <laughs> and I want to give a special shout out to my boy Andy and his podcast, Spring Food, Missouri, coming straight out of Springfield, Missouri. And I hear you guys are doing big things. I'm a foodie myself. So I hope next time uh, I come on through, we can get down on some local grub, some local grinds. I hear uh, Springfield, Missouri is doing it big out there. So I can't wait to taste all the good food that you guys have to offer. Anyways, much love, much respect. Andy, Spring Food, Missouri. Y'all stay tuned, pay attention, and know what's going on locally in your hood. Peace. Sunny P.O.D., peace out. (laughs) That was real. That's right, Andy. You wanted Patio Month to go out with a bang? Well, it went out with a boom. Thank you, Dan. That's the uh, best present I got, probably. (laughs) I don't remember the other ones, but... That's too awesome. Yeah, we will. We'll be putting that up on the Facebook and Instagram and everywhere else you can find us, and uh, hopefully chopping and mixing that into as many drops as we can possibly do. That rules so hard. I love it so much, Dan. I'm I'm in tears, but it's because I'm laughing. You know, happy birthday, and hopefully, uh, patio month was worth it. Yeah, I think it was. Out it's not over a, yet. Out with a bang or up in flames. <laughs> we'll see what happens in two weeks when we come back to patio month. We have a fun show booked next week. We have a guest. I'm really excited to uh, 
have us a guest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please uh, continue to rate our show, review it on whatever platform you see fit. seems like people have been uh, writing some Facebook reviews. That's pretty cool. Those are the ones we actually see. Oh, yeah. You know, the, we don't get notified of people reviewing Apple, so who cares? <laughs> and as always, if there's somebody in your life that you think might enjoy our show, please tell them. Just anybody yeah. who's really into trying new restaurants in Springfield or anybody who just uh, likes to laugh. Or any POD fans out there because yeah. uh, Sonny Sandoval, is a, he's a big fan. Let's say he's a big fan of Spring Food, Missouri. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Why don't you sign us out? All right, y'all. Well, for Andy and myself <laughs> right here from the 16th floor of the Spring Food Mo uh, Hammonds Tower That's Research Facility, Andy asked me to go ahead and take the show out, and uh, <laughs> I'm just making him regret it as much as I possibly can. <laughs> That's been Spring Food Mo, and, uh, you know, stay tuned for our next program, uh, The Bloopers. <laughs> Hopefully there's some good ones this week. <laughs> I'm leaving everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just going to do the raw wave file posted straight to the internet. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. <laughs>